Father, speak to us, we pray now through your word. And by your spirit, apply your words to our lives. That we may live them for your praise and your glory alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, it's the start of a new year. Everyone excited about 2022? No? Some are? Maybe not? I always think it's a good idea at the end of a year and at the start of the year to just sit and look back and reflect on the year that's been and then look forward to the year ahead, our hopes and our aspirations for the year. It's good to look back on the year. What were the highlights of the year for you? What were the difficulties of the year gone for you? What were the things that you did and enjoyed? What were the things that you didn't do that you wish uh, you had done? Maybe you're sat here this morning at the beginning of 2022 uh, and you're saying this next year uh, is going to be a good year. It's going to be different from last year. Maybe this year you want to read more books. Maybe this year... You want to spend less time on social media. Maybe this year uh, your resolution is to walk 10,000 steps every day. Maybe it's to spend more time uh, with your family. Whether we make New Year's resolutions or not, uh, it's good to look back and look forward. Uh, And it's especially good, I think, for us to do that as Christians. To look back and see how God has been at work in our lives and in the lives of his church and his people over the past year. It's good to look back to see how individually my relationship with Christ has grown or not grown. How the disciplines of the Christian life have been over the past year uh, for me. Things like prayer, Bible reading, fellowship, Sunday mornings. I think it's good for us to look back, uh, to reflect at the beginning of a good year, at the beginning of of a new year. Maybe ask questions like, how was my Bible reading last year? Did I read any Christian books last year? How often did I meet with another Christian or other Christians during the year to pray, to read, to encourage one another? Did I tell anybody about Jesus last year? How well did I serve my brothers and sisters over the past year? There are so many questions that we could ask. But I think it's a good thing for us as Christians to look back and reflect uh, and then to look ahead to the new year. And one of those questions that I want us to think about this morning as we come to the end of prayer week is to do with prayer. You'll remember this quote. I've used it a number of times over the past year Uh, from Martin Luther, one of the reformers, to be a Christian without prayer is no more possible than to be alive without breathing. So I think it's a good thing for us to sit and reflect and look at how our life of prayer is going. So that's the question that I want us to think about this morning. How is my life of prayer? How is my life of prayer? And these words from Philippians are a great help for us 
as we think about how our life of prayer is. It gives us a great starting point. And the starting point uh, that Paul gives us in chapter 4 as we think about prayer is to do with worry. How much time do I spend worrying? Because when we sit and think about that, that will help us answer how our life of prayer is. Paul begins, or in verse 4, he's going through, a ser- he's given a series of commands which begin, uh, rejoice, rejoice always. There's never not a time to rejoice. That's the first command that he gives. Uh, the second one is uh, let people see that you are considerate, that you're reasonable, that let people see your gentleness in all that you do. Then we get to verse 6, the verse uh, that we're going to focus on this morning. Don't worry. Don't worry. Which seems like a, a hard thing to live up to in a world that seems to be a world filled with worry. We have social media, for example. The worry that comes with that, how many likes will I get on my latest post? What are the latest trends that I need to try and live up to? We've got the obvious one uh, of COVID, coronavirus. Will I get the virus? How bad will I get it? How can I avoid getting it? Will I pass it on to someone without even realizing it? And then there's the worries that come with life. Will I have a job to go to next week? How can I put food on the table this evening? The um, rising prices of uh, gas and electric and fuel for the car. And there's worries about, I don't want to die. How can I live forever? It seems that we live in a world filled with worry and anxiety. But there is a solution to worry. We as Christians, Christ has the solution. He has the answer to the world's worry. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. To not worry about anything is to pray about everything. To not be anxious about anything is to pray about everything. See, we can carry our cares and our worries ourselves and the weight of that, or we can give them to God. We can take them to the Lord in prayer. I, I think you sung that song last week, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. And every time I read these verses uh, in Philippians, it reminds me of that song, that hymn. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry 
everything to God in prayer. It's a brilliant hymn that speaks brilliant truth. To not be anxious and worry about anything is to pray about everything. To take those uh, concerns, those worries that we have to the Lord. In a different version, that verse reads, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Do not be anxious about anything, but instead pray, which is general prayer, communicating with God, talking with God, our Father. It includes all those things that we've thought about in this past year, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, all those things. We are to pray, we are to talk to our Heavenly Father. And we're to pray with supplication. This is the definition that is given. An urgent request to meet a need exclusively addressed to God. We're to take our needs, our requests, our concern to God. Isn't that a wonderful thing to be able to do? The God who created all things, who keeps all things going... We can go to him with our requests, with our concerns, with our worries, and he hears us. What a wonderful privilege that we have. But we must be careful that we don't turn our prayers uh, into just a list of asking. Our prayers mustn't be unbalanced. We must have those that other things in, that, that, that time of uh, adoration as we've sung about this morning that time of recognizing who God is and then we bring our requests to God our Father and we must have the attitude of thanksgiving so we've got prayer and supplication which is the act of praying and then we have the attitude of prayer which is one of thanksgiving we come to our Heavenly Father, with hearts filled with thankfulness for all that he has done that appeared at on that cross for us and the grace of God that daily sustains and renews us. And so we can bold thanksgiving. So much to be thankful for. So much. Then, verse 7, the peace of God which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. When we have these concerns, these worries, these anxieties, when we take them to the Lord in prayer, what is the result? The peace of God. For peace to last, those peaceful circumstances need to be preserved. They need to be guarded because if those circumstances changed, then peace is gone. But the peace that comes from God does not depend on circumstance. It does not depend on what's happening around us. Because the peace that comes from God comes from a God who is unchanging. 
who is in charge of all things. He's the everlasting Lord. And so the peace that comes from him isn't dependent upon the circumstances around us. And the peace that comes from God guards us. It guards our hearts and our minds. It guards us like a soldier. And that's the image that Paul uh, has right in front of him. As he writes this letter to the Philippians, he's in chains, he's in prison with guards uh, guarding him. And that's the image that he uses. The peace of God comes and it guards our hearts and our minds. J.I. Packer, in his book, uh, Knowing God, writes this, There is no peace like the peace of those whose minds are possessed with full assurance that they have known God and God has known them, and that this relationship guarantees God's favor to them in life, through death, and on forever. There is nothing else like God's peace. When we talk to God about everything, we experience the peace of God. No matter what the circumstance is around us, we can know peace. But this peace doesn't mean that we won't experience trials and difficulties in life. If you've been a Christian for any length of time, you know that you are not without difficulties. But what it does mean is that we can walk through these trials and these difficulties because we know God's peace. We know that ultimately he's in control. We know where we're heading. And this peace that we know comes only because we are in Christ. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. And we are only in Christ because he died and rose again. Because our faith and our trust is in him. Because of the sacrifice that he has made for us on the cross. We can only know peace. The world can only know true and lasting peace through Jesus by being in him. And so back to that question then that I started with about prayer. How is our life of prayer? Let's look at how much we worry because that will say a lot about how we pray. So this is the challenge for the start of the year. Let's grow in prayer. Let's be a church that at the forefront of all that we do is prayer. And how can we grow in prayer? Well, two things. And the first thing is we can grow in prayer as we know God. As we get to know God at deeper and deeper and more and more. As we know more about who he is. More about his unchanging nature. More about that he is Lord and King and in charge of all things. To know God in a way that he is near. He is near us by his spirit which dwells within us. 
Uh, and his coming is near, where we will be with him forever. As we know God more, as we know God deeper, our life of prayer will be transformed. So how can we do that? By picking this up and reading it. How's your daily devotion uh, with God? The more we read, the more we pray, the more we know who God is. So pick up a daily devotion. I think there are ones that are passed around. What's it called? Every Day with Jesus. If you've got that, brilliant. If you want a copy of that, let's see Marguerite or somebody, uh, and they will get you one. Go on to tenofthose.com. There are wonderful resources on there for daily devotion. It's so important that we're in the Bible daily so that we can know our God better. There's the Bible app, which is wonderful. Uh, and you can read the Bible uh, distanced together and know more about who God is. And this year, Lectio 365 as well is another great app uh, for that. And this year we'll run again uh, our Bible course, the Bible overview, which was uh, a wonderful thing to do last year. And those who came found such benefit in seeing how the little stories that we know all fit into one big picture. So look out for that and join us for that. But let's get to know our God better this year, and that will transform our prayer lives. And the second thing is, let's pray more. If When we sit down and reflect on these words from Scripture, uh, and we think, I do worry a lot about lots of different things. Write those things down and turn them into prayers. Make a list of those things that you worry about that are your concerns, and then talk to God about them. Pray about those things. Meet with somebody else, a brother or sister in Christ, and share those concerns, those worries, and pray and encourage one another as you do that. And as we do that, the peace of God will guard us. Isaiah 26 Verse 3 says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. To not be anxious, to not worry about anything is to pray about everything. Let's do that this year as we trust our great God, as we rely upon his spirit. Let's go deeper in prayer. And let's pray uh, now.